Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best Nick no, Carey, Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or is we like to call it the boat. But before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet Sixteen style bracket. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We're talking about spooky, scary stuff. If it goes bump in the night and gives you a fright, it's on this list. Unless it's not, because we could only pick 16. <laughs> we're talking about what is the best monster of all time. That is correct. We are in group D. So go back, listen to group A, B, and C, but here we have the three seed King Kong going up against the 14 seed werewolves. And then we have the six seed, just the big version of things. We've seen big alligators. We've seen big piranhas, big old sharks, big old sharks. And then the going up against the 11 seed clowns, Cody, which one do you want to start with? King Kong's not even a monster, bro. I mean, I get it. It's monstrous. It's a big old monkey. Yeah. I get that. But at the end of every King Kong movie, you're supposed to feel bad for King Kong. I don't feel bad when when they fucking kill a monster in a movie, when they Jason gets pushed out a window and he's dead. Spoiler alert, he comes back. He's, we, we don't feel bad for Jason. We're not like, oh, they finally, Jason, oh, he was just misunderstood. No, dog, he was cutting people's necks. <laughs> I don't want to, like, it's not a monster to feel bad about it. Every zombie that gets got in a movie I shouldn't have to throw a fucking pity parade for it. I just, I'm, I hear what you're saying. And I, I, it's, I, I think you're making a good point. It's just that we've already proven over the course of this, of this season that you just don't like big stuff that like the big stuff just doesn't do it for you. It's not, I'm not scared of big things. I, I can see him coming. I guess, I guess that's what it is, but you don't think that like, I mean, the different, I mean, because I mean, the true difference between like a King Kong and a Godzilla it has so much to do with like King Kong can actually like climb on stuff. Godzilla's just walking through. Yeah. He's just walking through, got a tail, smacking stuff. King Kong has that ability to like, he's climbing up skyscrapers and roaming around and jumping. Yeah, he's got mobility. Them. He's got vertical mobility. He can yeah. Get, yeah. Like I understand that- it's scary, but they try to humanize King Kong every movie I watch. And that does not a monster make you. I mean, isn't that the scariest thing though? That the thing that you feel for is still just accidentally murdering a bunch of people. I think that's the one thing with King Kong is that I don't get the sense that he's out for murder. You know, like he doesn't no, have he's the just trying to, he was just trying to vibe once again, just, just vibing, just vibing. And then we came in and we took him to the zoo, much like we do circus. Wanted, wanted to put him on the stage. Okay. Can we talk about, what was the point of taking a, the giant monkey that you found in the Amazon or Skull Island or whatever? You took the giant monkey and your plan was, let's chain giant monkey and put him on a Broadway stage so you all can just look at giant monkey and you're going to spend like, I don't know, a hundred bucks a ticket in today's money to just go sit in a room and then the curtain pulls and you're like, oh, big monkey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can Big Monkey do anything? They're like, well, no, because if we let Big Monkey do stuff, he'd probably kill us all. And you're yeah, like, he okay. will disembowel us. Yeah, so we just have him chained down, and but he's big though, right? And you're like, also, I- Nick, I don't want to get blue on this show, but like, he falls in love with that girl. Hey, King Kong, what's your end game, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that relationship's gonna lead, bro? Well, do you think? Okay, I mean, do you think that? When he fell in love with the woman, was it in the same way that I fall in love with like, like if I'm at a, uh, if I'm at a, a animal shelter 
and I see a cute little puppy, do you think it's more that type of love? They're like, I would die uh, for that. I would die for that little puppy. Like he's like, hey, I found this girl. I'm willing to change her litter box like three times a week. Exactly. Yeah. He's I mean, maybe, you know yeah. that like humans don't have litter box. I mean, we do our own litter boxing. I mean, if you live in a, with, if you're the pet of a giant monkey, you might get a litter box. I don't know the plumbing situation on Skull Island is the point I'm trying to make. Well, I guess you just, I guess you just poop anywhere. But I wonder, but wouldn't that be, man, we don't talk about that a lot. It'd be weird to be kept as a pet, wouldn't it? Yeah. From like a, a giant monkey, monkey? you can't talk to. I mean, granted, yeah. I mean, I guess that's literally what it is like for dogs. <laughs> like we're the big monkey that they're just like, I don't know. You seem to take care of me. You seem to be into this. Like, that's the thing is you couldn't talk. So you just have to assume that by the nonviolent action they take against you and the general niceties that they are, the way they are. I'm led to believe also, like you would be the pet of something you're clearly more intelligent than, which Hmm. seems odd. Like I got this big grand vision. I'm trying to write my great works, but this monkey keeps fucking bringing me bananas. That's it to eat. (laughs) These big ass bananas. I don't know where he finds them. Imagine like, I gotta maintain a-, a good balanced diet, and he's bringing me like raw goat and bananas. <laughs> you and me, we're literally in the middle of recording our podcast, and you just see a giant hand coming. Like, <laughs> pull, like I'm like, oh, I guess, uh, I guess he wants to go play with me. Shit, man. I'll um, <laughs> bye. Are you good later? He'll be tired later, but are you good for? Uh, we could just record later. <laughs> Sorry, I'm this thing's pet, so I gotta go play with it, and then he's gonna go toss a stick. I gotta go catch it and bring it back. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but I'll chat with you later. It's actually a tree. It takes me forever to drag it back. Yeah, dude. It's, it's so a, big. He, he does not understand size and scope of this, but I, you know, he's cool. He, he, he lets me live. Yeah. I, just, I mean, it's wild. It's just wild. I just, I, I'm not, King Kong's not a monster to me, dude. It's, I, guess, I mean, I guess that's, I mean, I guess that that's fair. Maybe that's the point of like, hey, just don't be, you shouldn't just be afraid of something because it's big. Yeah. It's, maybe I, man was the monster all along. And, I mean, truly, in the case of a werewolf, it is. Yeah, werewolf, that's something cool, isn't it? They're controlled by the moon. Werewolf werewolf is cool up until, okay, so let's say you are werewolf. Yeah. And you figure, because like the first night, you're not going to figure out that you're a werewolf, right? No one does. It takes at least three, I think. Okay, so you think the first one, you might have just been out partying that night, and you're just sort of like, oh, shit, I probably just got too fucked up, didn't even pay attention. Although I only had a couple drinks, but uh, who knows, man, maybe something awful happened. And then you're, and that's why you ended up in a ditch somewhere without your clothes on. Yeah. Second time, I I guess that's the thing is, I'm never aware of when a full moon is, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. I wouldn't know. I don't, I'm not aware. So it would, I'd have to start being like- By the third time, I'd be like, hey, uh, I text Lisa. I'd be like, Lisa. Was it a was it a full moon last night? <laughs> she'd be like, yeah, I was all I was like, blah blah blah. She'd give me some shit that I don't understand, but I respect her for. And then I'd be like, okay, well, that explains why I was naked in a ditch for the third time. Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah, you'd really have to start being like, okay, wait, what was the last time I was naked in a ditch? Okay, so that was that was June twenty seventh. Okay, the next time I was naked, July twenty four. Okay, that's weird. And this most recent time, August twentieth. Okay. What was going on these days? Because <laughs> you know there'd be the one where you were totally so like you just happened to be totally sober. It was like a Wednesday, so yeah. you just were like you just weren't drinking that night, and then you ended up naked in a ditch, and you're like, okay, so this is getting weird here. Huh? <laughs> this is odd. Why am I covered in blood? Oh man, I think that would be the. I mean, that's got to be the the scarier part. Is like is the, the transforming. And then maybe accidentally killing a lot of people because you're a giant dog. Yeah. Oh, you do kill a lot of people. We watched American Werewolf in London. He yeah, goes yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, I, I mean, I got a lot in werewolf in this one just because King Kong's not a monster. I must say my werewolf stuff, but like you did, you did, you did convince me. I'll move werewolf on too. I'll move werewolf on and we can just get going. 
Okay, so now we have the six seed, the big version of things versus 11 seed clowns. Cody, okay, I know it sounds like we just had this conversation because we had Big Ape, but I think it's different when you look at situations like a, like a deep blue sea, for instance. Yes. We were sitting in a lab and we're like, what if we figured out a way to make shark bigger? And then we did, and it was a really bad idea. Now we have big shark going around. That's also the scientific thought process I don't get. Like, what's your end game with big shark? It never seems, it just so much of the time, you're like, you don't have to do something just because you can. Yeah, make big shark. Why? Why not make sharks are big already? I mean, I know there are little sharks, but like- Who's had it too easy? Blue whales. Yeah. (laughs) Let's make a big (laughs) shark and really fuck up this food chain. Yeah, let's see what that environment looks like now. Now when the the predator- Can you imagine be like a 350-year-old blue whale? Lives your whole life, just top of the food chain, mind your own business, getting just getting algae through that baleen, you know? And all yep. of a sudden you see a shark that's like twice the size of you. And you're like, wait, what? Uh-oh, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> when did that, when did they start doing that? You're just like, are you, do you want to eat me? And you're like, oh, you do? Oh, man. That would just be like, if you went to, you were on your way to work one day and a predator landed, like jumped and landed on the hood of your car and then jumped onto the top of a roof. And you're like, oh, the predator. Now oh. I got to actually be concerned about the predator. Now my head's on a swivel. Now I got to keep my head on a swivel. Fuck, man. I imagine, like, I think the thing that's crazy about big version of stuff is like, for instance, like big alligator, like, like in a Lake Placid situation, like you're, you just assume that there's alligators in, but then one time an alligators whose head is like the size of like an SUV pops out and you're like, Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, I was not cool with this idea. And now you're just like, I don't think we go on that lake anymore. We're done. That lake's closed forever. I like a big, I just, I think the thing that I like about the big version of things that really just kind of gets me going is just, I, I like the imagination. And it makes me wonder like what other things, like if they were just bigger. Nick, like imagine, follow me here. If instead of Emily Elizabeth, if Michael Vick was the owner of Clifford, the big red dog, imagine <laughs> how that story would have played out. <laughs> That could have played out so differently than we had it. Imagine, if you will, a world where Clifford the Big Red Dog is being fed raw meat full of gunpowder. And now we got got to do with this big boy roaming the streets of New York City. In this case, Atlanta. I think... I think no matter what the fact, because they are making a live action Clifford movie. And and you really start to see like, society wouldn't be cool with it. Like... There's not a world where we're like, where we just let big dog exist, especially yeah, no, in New York. This, I got friends who like come over and she's like, Hey, can I bring my dog? And to me, I'm like, Oh fuck. I want her dog around in my backyard. And my backyard is completely fenced in. She cleans up after it. It's just a pain to have a dog. Can you imagine Michael Vick bringing Clifford, the big red dog over to your house? <laughs> no, I just like, also just how many times have we all been at a friend's house and your friend's like, no, 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 the dog's cool. Like, don't worry. It's just loud. It's just loud, but it's friendly. It's friendly. It's loud. You don't get to say that when it's Clifford. No, I don't just get to, you're like, it wouldn't, dude, he wouldn't even hurt a fly. I'm like, he, all he has to do is play with me wrong. And I'm done. Like, and also Clifford gonna... lives in New York city, the worst city on earth to own a dog like that. It's bad to own a small dog in New York. They're going to shut down sixth Ave just so the dog can take a shit. <laughs> What do you do with this dog? That's the thing that the Clifford books don't talk about because they're cowards. Is what ha- What is it? So the dog just pees on, like, imagine you're in your little, you're in your little apartment. Dogs pee on anything that they can pee on, right? 
So you're just in your apartment. You're on the second, third floor of your apartment. And all of a sudden, a, a blast of, of a stream just crashes through your window. Yeah, that's dog piss, my friend. <laughs> you're his now by way of his actions. He's mar- that's you're his property. Yeah. And it's not like if that's that's a monster that you're just like you. It, and people are like, well, you can't. It's a big we can't do anything about it. Yeah, we can. Cody, why is your you don't have a dog? Why does your apartment smell like dog piss? I've washed it 30 times. All right, there's so much piss. Apparently, I'm on the fucking dog's walking trail, okay? And I've (laughs) asked. I've asked them specifically, could you not? But apparently, it's the only way to get to Central Park that has, that's the, has the least traffic. And that's why I like this neighborhood, because it didn't have a lot of traffic. I could, my kids, I wasn't worried about letting my kids play out front. But now, I got this giant red fucking dog that walks by, pisses <laughs> in my house all the time. I don't, and, and apparently, I can't say anything about it because it's a treasure and it's a miracle and blah, blah. I don't give a fuck, dude. You can't just put a vest on it and call it a service dog. There's no way in hell that's a service dog. <laughs> That's how that's the secret of how they got away. Like, it's just my service dog. It it can smell when I go low. We're like, we have other dogs that can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, dog. I'll buy it. I'll buy you a dog that can actually do that if you get rid of this fucking monster. No, I'm sorry. He's my emotional support. So there's just I need this one. Ooh. I I like I, like I said, I just there's something about if you take the big version of things, like I mean, we always do we do it with scary things, but like big giraffe is now terrifying. Yeah, you know. Like giraffe already big, like sharks already big, but giraffe is big. Imagine let's just double, triple that real quick. Yeah. Now, ne- now it's now it is the size. Now its neck can look into skyscrapers. Imagine how scared you are of geese. Big geese. Oh my god, dude! Big bird is to me not the not the Sesame Street character, <laughs> but actual. If we made if birds were like the size that they are in like the fucking Lord of the Rings, that to me is the bigger nightmare. Is just seeing, knowing that at any point there's a bird that could just like grab my tr- my car, my little Kia Forte out from the ground and be like, I don't know, it looked like a bug to me. So I thought I was going to eat it. I took it. Yeah. <laughs> and I took it and you were, I'm sorry. Like it, that is my nightmare. Big, <sighs> big duck is, is truly terrifying. Clowns. Do we have anything? I got to go. I think I'm leaning a big version. Clown. A lot of people have clown phobias. I don't. I think clowns just got a bad rap. They're out here trying to make people laugh. Have a good time. I mean, it does. It is a bummer that somewhere along the way, and I don't want to necessarily blame it. I think it was before that. I think that just tapped into an actual fear, you know. But like, hey, man, fuck you, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, Why, you you don't get to you you were a clown. You started killing people, and then we used your clown photo. You weren't wearing your clown makeup when you killed people. No. So like, it's fucked up of us that we then associate with clowns when, yeah, I'm with you. You, We need to pass some legislation right now. If you're going to do something terrible, you cannot have like a super recognizable physical trait. You can't wear clown makeup and murder people. That's not fair. Hitler, we got to go back in time, shave Hitler's face. He ruined that mustache for everybody. Besides Michael Jordan, which is a conversation for another day, where that's like the one thing he's like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) But why? Everyone said, everyone knows. And yeah, we're like, all right, all right, you are, I guess the, like, I don't know, maybe he's like, no, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to give think, it back to the people. No, I think what happens is once you have enough world championship rings that you can't wear them on one hand, you can, you, you transcend mustaches. Like if Tom <laughs> Brady fucking, if Tom Brady showed up with a Hitler stash tomorrow, no one would say anything. Yeah. You're just like, it probably helps him focus or something. Like it's probably good. For him, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's. It's probably part of his weird ass diet. I don't Tom know. Tom Brady shows up. Tom Brady shows up to the game on Sunday with a Hitler mustache, but tosses for five touchdowns. 
who's gonna say anything? <laughs> what do you have to say? What do you? Gonna... Was the last time you threw five touchdowns? Yeah, like you're just like I don't know. Just keep it. Just let's see what happens next game. Just see if he does it again. <laughs> just see if it happens one more time. I yeah, man. I just yeah, clowns. It feels like unfortunately just got misunderstood. And now though, but like, and I'm with you too. I don't have a clown thing. It is amazing to me when people do though, it's deep. Yeah, it's deep seated. You know, I'm surprised I don't have a clown thing. Well, here's another, let's take a story time with Cody real quick. Yeah. I stayed at my grandmother's in Kansas for a summer once, right? Like two months. Okay. And she had a little guest room. It used to be my dad's old bedroom. She turned it into a guest room and she collected clowns. So she had hundreds mm-hmm. of porcelain clowns. She had clown portraits, like pictures watercolor paintings of clowns. This room was chalk a block full of clowns, top to bottom. Mm. And I slept in that room every night. So I don't know how I came out of that norm. Do you think it was immersion therapy? It like must you, have been. You just you, were, could, you, you, the first night you weren't comfortable. Like you, you probably don't know not. that. They're like, porcelain eyes watching me the whole time. But after two months of that, it's over. I don't and they shit. don't, and, and they don't finally attack. You know, like that's the yeah. big thing. They never attacked you. Yeah. So the you last just, night I slept there, I could have slept there the last night, woken up and they could have all been like standing on the bed looking at me. And I'd have been like, get off, get out of here. Hey, knock it off guys. Come on. <laughs> you had this whole time. Yeah. Cowards. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You start calling them out. <laughs> You're like, you had two months, man. You're going to do it on the last <laughs> night. What's I'm, the, a thir- why? I'm 13 years old. You can take two months to scare me. Nah, fam. I'm going to go play Tony Hawk because I brought my PlayStation one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I like, I do feel bad for anyone. Like, although, okay. At, are we, are we though? Like, let's, let's just admit something because we know I would, I wonder what the numbers are, but I imagine at this point in life, we do have more people that are afraid of clowns than like clowns. So at what point do we just maybe call it as a team, as a society and say, we're just not going to do clowns. Clowns are over. Let's just say no more clowns. Like, let's just, <sighs> let's just not do clowns. Let's figure out another. I'm not, I guess no matter what, if you paint your face and do something silly, you're maybe always a clown, but like, let's figure out something. Let's just get, let's do cool masks or something. Like, no, Jab- you know what? Like, just do Jabberwocky shit. I want clowns to take it back. Get it back. Earn but I don't think respect. they can because you have so many people that are afraid that they're never going to give you the chance to prove like, no, I'm one of the good ones. No, you're and just also, not clowning hard enough. Clown harder. But then we always are going to have people who like, who will just be in small town America who just will walk uh, walk along the like county roads in a clown mask just because it's it gives them shits and giggles. And now we got a national story about clowns walking around county roads and everyone's freaking out. And then the clowns are like, well, now we're back to fucking square one, aren't we? Yeah. We're doing so much good work out there in the, in the public. And now, now we got these assholes fucking ruining it for us again. I mean, I think there doesn't like there's red nose day. I know there's people out there trying to clown, do good work. I'm not, I agree. I'm saying, I think there's, it's, there's nothing we can do. We've tried. We have tried our best. We put, we made Robin Williams do patch Adams for all of us. And that worked for a while. And then it, and then fucking people start, mur- and then people start murdering people in clown masks again or whatever. I see, I get you. I mean, I'm not going to hold out hope. I think we can, we can save the clowns. I think that's a possibility. That's a charity I'm going to start. Save the clowns. Yeah. <laughs> that's our that's our official stance we're not gonna hey we're not gonna do like make a wish or nope. anything like that we're are we're gonna do save the clowns an organization to re-educate and re- rehabilitate the clown's image, image. yeah it's basically we're taking on a big branding thing for clowns we're gonna change the clown brand so we're gonna, something that can be respected so we'll just go pro clown from here on out you and i we're pro yep. clown which obviously means it can't be a monster because nope. we wouldn't be nope, a bad no clown thing. here in this household. We will. So On this clowns, boat, clowns are clowns get in free. There it is. Free admission. If you're a clown. Oh man. I wonder. Okay. 
clowns are cool until I'm drinking around a bunch of them. <laughs> then I think the fear starts to set in because your face says you're smi- Your face says you're smiling, but you're but you don't seem so happy now. And, and you're, now your your get- your eyes are not smiling. Yeah, and, but I'm kind of drunk, and I don't. I'm as we'll say positive on the clowns for now. We'll say positive on the. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not going to put any clown slander out there. Okay, so we have werewolves versus the big version of animals. Okay, now werewolf. Okay, so let's get back to. Okay, so let's get back to. You find out that you're a werewolf. Okay, now now that you know and you want to be a good person, do you just chain yourself up every? Every and night, there's a full every, moon. Yeah, every, you find like one person you trust to chain you up. I guess that's what you have to do. Or do you go? You don't go to science because they're going to weaponize it. Oh no! Oh yeah, they would make. And then all of our. I mean, then again, though, you would just kind of know the attacks are always going to happen on full moons. And they yeah, just but unleash- they know that it's in your blood, so if they can find a way to genetically mutate it, so they control the transformation. Now you've got a Hulk situation, right? Or or what you do is you give every you make every Navy SEAL a werewolf. And that way, when they get, if they ever got captured, you're oh. like, hey, it's only going to be, hey, it's going to, you'll be a POW for a few nights. At the worst case scenario, you're a POW for a month. Yeah. And then you're going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get out. Don't worry, big guy. You're going to get out. We got a tracking chip in you. We'll find you. Yeah. Like it's going to go down. Don't worry about it, man. You'll get out of there. <laughs> I like that. Actually, that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible sci-fi movie. Navy werewolf. Seal werewolf, Navy, Navy werewolf. Seal wolf, my Navy Seal wolf, Seal wolf, Seal wolf, Seal team I, wolf. There it is. I mean, that's pretty cool. That <laughs> I be... watched that. I'm not lying. Can you imagine if you're like swimming out your six miles and you turn into a werewolf in the middle of the water? What's your swim speed at? What do you? How is that? Is do werewolves dog, are they dog swim? Right. Yeah, I know, but do, so, you ain't a dog, bro. Mm. Those elongated limbs. You're very lean. I don't know if you're floating. I do. Okay. All right. Am I you're... saying a werewolf can't swim? Absolutely not. A werewolf can. Am I saying a werewolf is going to thrive in a water environment? No, I don't believe they will. I I don't know. I'm I kind of need to see the science on this. I think I I can't. I don't want to weigh. I don't want to say something that sounds ignorant, Cody. That's just what it is. I I say a lot of things on this podcast, and I believe them. Everything I've said, I stand by hundred percent. Everything that's, that's Nick's ever said on this podcast, he believes hundred. I believe everything I say, and I just know right now. I feel I would sound ignorant talking about can a werewolf swim, and not if no. Once again, it's not if they can swim; it's how well they could swim. I yeah. feel I don't know the science on that, and I would come off as as an ignorant buffoon for what I would say about it without being able to see it. So I'm, I'm going to politely. I'm going to, I'll go on a limb and say, I believe a werewolf can swim. I just don't think they thrive at swimming. You never hear the curse of the werewolf of the lake, you know? I mean, but they have, but they, I mean, a lot of werewolves happen around, like, I mean, London's got water all around it, right? There's a river through the middle of it. Yeah. So maybe that's how it gets around. I don't know, man. Sub not this thing's like a sub werewolves are notorious for being able to hold their breath and swim underwater for great distances. See that see, now I don't even want to say that, but I also wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. That's true. I, I don't know. Who's not? Okay, so here's the question, Code. Here's the real question. What's scared? Okay, you're in you're in an alley, right? Okay. You're in a dark alley. It's late at night. Yeah. Moon moon is out. Full moon is out. Yeah. So it's not that dark because I got a full moon. Well, fair enough. Okay. You hear you hear a grumble. You hear you hear a low a low roar and out steps a werewolf okay. or giant duck. Oh, Which one are you more afraid of? Oh man, I giant pigeon. 
giant pigeon scene. I think it's <laughs> werewolf, but also giant pigeons. Okay, this doesn't actually terrified. I don't know. I, 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 if I'm in the alley, actually, it's werewolf because I see giant pigeon and I think. Well, I got to stay low and I got to run because this thing's not going to, its wingspan is not going to be able to get down in here. It's now, not Co- getting airborne. Now, Cody, can I trap you in your own logic if you don't mind? Yeah. Because you've said, you've said for on this show during this season that the biggest, that once the, the thing that's the scariest is usually the thing that you don't understand or know. Yeah. And, and in a situation, if, a, if it's me and a werewolf in an alley, why would it, why is that not the same to you as, as Godzilla coming out of the ocean? Why don't you just be like, yeah, death is near. It's over. I, Call it. But giant pigeon could be anything. The fear is in, is giant pigeon cool? Is giant, giant pigeon has giant pigeon talent. I hear you. For some reason, I, res- I think with Godzilla specifically, I've resigned to death. With the werewolf, I, I'm going to try to run and fight. Will I win? Probably Why not. Why wouldn't you do the there. same with... You could still run if Godzilla shows... Like, it, he doesn't kill everyone in the city. No, but I, I know, but it's not up to me. If he collapses a building I'm near, that's it. Game over. And there's nothing I can do about that. Okay. So it's you're out of my hands. But like, like a the werewolf scenario... The werewolf scenario, if a werewolf just shows up, I'm terrified. If I'm walking with you and you start to turn into a werewolf, I'm more terrified. Than if I turned into a giant pigeon. <laughs> yes also then if i'm just saying if i saw the person turning i think that's scarier than just big feral dog man showing up you know there's something in the turn that okay let's let's fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough okay let's not i I was being obviously a little facetious with with pigeon okay werewolf in the alley or feral cat giant feral cat i mean we're talking at least 10 feet high feral cat where are you at now? Ah, oh, cat, probably more terrifying. Those things are mean. Feral too. It's got that look in its eyes. It just, it's, it, it, it's that look of no fear. Yeah, and also it's just, it's gonna play with its food. You know it is. Oh, a hundred. It's gonna, ju- it's gonna like you're gonna go. You're gonna try to run one way. It'll jump right over you and like pin you. And you're like, oh, what? And you yeah. try to run the other way. It just jumps back. It's like, and you can see it's like smiling. Yeah. Because at least werewolf it doesn't feel like it doesn't it i know it's sentient to some extent but it feels like it's all controlled by its urges yes it's animalistic i don't i feel like i could outsmart it possibly or like because that's what they do in the movies you outsmart the werewolf you know do how many i mean it feels like if werewolf is near werewolf usually wins most of those battles yeah i think i I jump i i I run into a room right and i get behind the door and as soon as the werewolf comes bounding in because it's coming in hot I fucking, it slides in. I go out and close the door. And now I got 10, 15 seconds maybe as it smashes the door. To come up with a new plan. And a hiding place and a new plan, yeah. Has anyone- Or just find a group of people. It's going to eat somebody. It doesn't have to be me. When my dog gets a little excited and I need to calm it down and I need him and I need him to just, the best thing I can do is have him chew on something. Have we ever just tried a rawhide? Like a big, like four foot by four foot rawhide to give to werewolf. I think the problem with the four foot by four foot rawhide is you never have it when you need it. Yeah, you're not walking. Yeah, you're not walking around downtown London. Yeah, you got to be expecting the werewolf to show up. Because I'm gonna guess my like, even if I kept on me like a a, a normal dog size raw, that's not gonna be enough. No, and if you're wearing a four by four foot rawhide as a backpack at all times, people are gonna get this. Like that's odd, right? Although it could just be a conversation piece. Like I yeah. have this in case of werewolves, and they'll be like, "What?" And you be like, "Yes, werewolves. They're real." Which one do you think more susceptible to red laser, werewolf or giant feral cat? Care is that? Cat. Is that? I how don't you think save the werewolf is a fuck. Is that I, I, dogs care? Dogs like it. 
So I'm just saying, know. which one do you think if I if I kept myself? Because then that's my safety plan is I always keep a little red pen, a little red razor pen. And now I know about the giant feral cat, but now, <laughs> now it's just kind of funny having it jump around on stuff. Smashing into buildings. I'm locking in werewolf, I think. I think big, again, big thing is that doesn't do it for me. And also they're just vibing. They're just vibing. Everything for you. It's not just always vibing. <laughs> they just can't always be vibing. If like, if your existence causes murder, I'm sorry, then your vibe is not a good vibe. I didn't say it was a good vibe. I, 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 I'm a giant feral cat is loose in the city. I think that's, that we're going to take it down. Werewolves, that's a harder thing to track. We don't know who it is during the day. It's got one night of malarkey, and then we got to figure it. We got 30 days to figure it out. Feral cat, feral cat all the time. Big shark, big shark all the time. I've seen Jaws. They catch him. I, I got to go big version. Big. We can take big thing down. I get, I guess, but I just, I don't, th- I just feel like you're not giving the credit to the size and scope of seeing something that isn't supposed to be that big, be big. Like, <laughs> no, I get it. It'd be scary. I'm just mon- like, okay, long run. We literally have monster trucks and those are scary. And that's just big truck, <laughs> but it's not, you're like, it is intimidating to stand in front of monster truck. I'm not saying a big feral cat wouldn't be intimidating. I'm just saying, I, I, I see an end game to that. The werewolf thing's a whole different thing. I, I'm, I gotta go big thing. I'm going big thing. And w- so we, when we are in impasse, we sell us the only way we know how with the American voting coin of 2004 as brought to you by random.org. Got George Bush facing up. We have John Kerry on the other side. Low seed gets to pick, which is Cody. Cody, which one are you going to go with? If anyone's got enough saggy skin that they can mutate into a giant wolf, man, it'd be George Bush. I'm going George Bush. George W, right. baby. All right. W stands for wolf. There, you got it. You, you got it under the under the razor there. You got it. All right, we'll flip. Yes. Oh, you won one. I won one. And it will be the big version. <laughs> the big version. The big version of things. All right, How folks. the fuck did big version make it past King Kong and Godzilla didn't make it, but the big <laughs> version. Did. I was pulled. I pulled for Godzilla. So I can't, I will say I've been on team big ver. At least I get my <laughs> scary thing in there. I want, at least now, at least it's not all about Cody and his weird psyche. I want to dive into why I'm afraid of big things. <laughs> let's get into it. So baby. let's get, let's get into research. That. We're going to watch Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> Just all them Clifford movies. All right, folks, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to invite your boys, a few things you can do, as always, tell a friend, share with a friend the episodes, and wherever you see us on the social medias, like, share, subscribe, uh, post about us, whatever. Do all the things, man. Just talk to us. We're, do we're, it. Here, to, we're here to chat. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, best big version of something, email us to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. Ooh, I like that. I like best big version. Should we do, would it be, would it just be, should it be best big version of like an animal or should it be like, best like it would just be like best big version then we'd have like category like food versus uh car or from remember honey i shrunk the kids when they saw that big oatmeal cream pie i fucked that up dude living in the shrunken world for a little that to me has always sounded like the best amusement park yeah just shrink me down and let me just exist in the normal world and just be amazed by the scope of stuff 
Anyway, shout outs to Charizard for our intro and outro music. You want to hear more of this stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. we got a Final Four Friday coming up. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Leanham. See you on the boat. 